Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I am your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Saturday, Saturday, February 13th, a day before Valentine's Day. Uh, we hope you are yep. doing well. Um, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've never said that up top, and I always forget to. We've been forgetting for eight months consecutively, but we do have a YouTube channel if you want to watch a video <laughs> version of this for some reason if Why you need not? to see our faces although mike and i recently came to the conclusion that um we have radio faces we have so podcast voices we have yeah, podcast so faces <laughs> faces which what that means is we're sixes in the world but in the radio world we're very hot our voices are very hot so on the podcast for some reason tens, yeah if if there was some sort of dating app where it was just voices we'd win just fucking we'd, win. we'd be crushing we'd it be slaying crushing. dude just oh my listen god! Listen to this, you know. And my yeah, funny. I, w- I wish people would. Um, I wish that came up more. You know, a lot of times you ask a woman, "Wait, what kind of guys are you into?" Whatever, and they never say voice. I, f- I, w- I wish that would come <laughs> up because, goddamn, I'd be out there every day. This is um, that's why I I'm not good at. <laughs> I mean, I'm married now, so it doesn't matter. But like, I can only. Uh, I'm only attractive. I'm like a squid. Wait, yeah, I'm like a jellyfish. <laughs> I'm only I'm like a jellyfish, as in that, and that I'm deadly at close range. Okay, oh, you get close, but, you get close but, to me, like, and then, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you gotta get close to me in order for me to do my thing on you. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dangerous at a distance. To do my <laughs> thing on you, which is to um, hurt you so bad that you have to go to the hospital. Apparently, that's yeah. what jellyfish do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta pee um, on yourself. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that's um, the, the Mike Nguyen effect. So, anyways, yeah, please uh, uh, check us out on YouTube. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod patreon is a way for you to support the podcast so you can keep so we can keep doing this thing we are not uh professional comedians in the sense that this is the majority no. of our money well maybe fumi no. kind of kind of me you know? but not really not anymore kind I of real but not really okay yeah. and so if you want us to continue working <laughs> we need your money <laughs> we need your money this is not uh, the, despite what it sounds like we do not live glamorous lives hobnobbing no, with, with uh, celebrities not. celebrities come onto our podcast they do their thing and we literally never hear from them ever again. <laughs> they block us Dude, on Instagram. They unfollow us immediately. It's a yes. whole thing. You know, I, you tried think- to, I tried to uh, to FaceTime once with Chris Pang. I was just like, hey, what's, what's Chris Pang up to? No. No. He was, just, he he was said, like, I'm he too said, hot for this. this. He said, who, who this? Who this new phone? <laughs> so, uh, That's so funny because uh, I tried to, uh, one time we had uh, the hot Asian guy from uh, Insecure on, Alex Hodge. Alexander Hodge. He like, doesn't even follow me anymore. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. Can't even nice really guy. say that we're friends anymore, you know? I don't but, understand. Yeah. But it was worth he, it. It was worth it. He, he So support us on Patreon uh, and it'll be a good time. Yes. Um, and ret- in return, you get bonus episodes and behind the scenes content. You get stuff, okay? It's not, we're not just, we're not, we're not, not just, beggars. Not just, you yeah, get stuff. Yeah. You Anyways, get stuff. Um, you know, it's so funny when you were earlier, when you're like, we don't, 
Fumi kind of does this com- comedy full time, but not really. And I said, "Oh, I lost my job." I realized that I'm in the worst position ever. I'm a freelance comedian, Mike. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> right now, I freelance my comedy skills. That is the worst pl- position to be in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I uh, I do think that it is slightly worse than what you were before, which is corporate comedian, where yes. you're like a comedian. But you also have to wear but a tie Viacom. sometimes. Yeah, yeah for Viacom. Viacom <laughs> yeah, 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 comedian. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Well, I'm a Viacom um, comedian. Used to be. Used to be. Um, okay. I want to I wanna start here before I bring on our guest. And I want to yeah. ask about it. It's it's A, it's Black History Month. So happy Black History Month. Wait, hold on. Do you uh, want to do this, this shout out? The, uh, no. No, we'll do it next week. You do it last week. Okay, next week. Okay, okay. Because I need to ask Sorry. them some questions. I forgot about that. Um, okay, it's Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Also, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Okay, uh, I, w- I I wanted to today this week. I was trying to come up with like a little story to tell about Valentine's Day or Black History Month. You know, I'm not black, but I got some stories. You know, and I had this. Okay. I want to call this segment Ratatouille Flashback segment because if you're big big fan of the podcast, you know that sometimes Mike and I will be talking and we have a Ratatouille flashback of something really yes. terrible that happened to us when we were kids, but we didn't know it was terrible. And as adults, we now realize it was terrible. So right. it's like that movie in Ratatouille when he eats the Ratatouille and he has a flashback of his nice childhood. For us, it's someone calling us Ching Chong. Okay, but right. I it's had a one racist of these. Had, version of that. It's a yeah, racist we, we, version we of we eat we eat like a cracker and then we're taken back to this time. Yeah. We got threatened in a parking lot. Okay, so so because it's Valentine's and Black History Month, this is a this is this this is this combines both. Okay. So travel back with me to two thousand maybe five, two thousand four. Okay. okay. Uh, I was in middle school, I was in eighth grade, it was Valentine's Day. Uh, I had a girlfriend, like a you know, like a middle school girlfriend that you like oh, don't yeah. really talk to, but like you're like together for but, maybe four days. And that's like a that's right. like a long term relationship at that. But point, everybody you know? knows in middle school too. Everybody knows yeah. like, oh my god, did you know that Fumi and Amber are like exactly dating and, or whatever? Yeah, Ooh. exactly. And and it's weird because you actually talk a lot more when you're flirting, and then when you're like, let's be boyfriend girlfriend, you like stop talking because now you're all awkward. You know, yeah, you don't know what to do. It was like, what you no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What so, are you gonna do now? Yeah. So I had a girlfriend. Okay, she was an Irish dancer. She was really into Irish dancing. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, grew up in the suburbs of Ohio. Okay, by the way, so that's what that's that's the that's the context wow. here. I'm in I'm in Ohio, and um and then my good friend at the time, Richard, football player, he was a black dude. Uh, he was dating like her close friend. Okay, so my girlfriend, let's just call her um Kelsey. That wasn't her name, but we'll just call her Kelsey. And then her, her seems friend, like someone who would be an Irish step dancer. <laughs> and then another, the, her friend was, her name was Lindsay and my friend Richard, they were dating. So on Valentine's day, we're like, we should all do like a double date. But when you're 14, all that means is you go to somebody's fucking basement and you watch some movies. So yep. I go to Kelsey's basement. Uh, and I don't know we're it's like maybe seven o'clock. It's not that late, but I'm there it's like on a weekend, like a Friday or something. Might've been a Friday. Might've been a Friday. And so it's in the basement. It's we're all in middle school, but it's me, Japanese guy, Richard, black dude, and then Kelsey and Lindsay, who are both white girls. Okay. Oh yeah. No, and I've seen this. I've seen this category on porn. Yes. Up. I know oh, what you're talking I about. I mean, this sounds I like a porn. It does. Hold like on. Porn. One question before you get into it, though, because yeah. this is because I had a girlfriend also in middle school. Okay. Um, she's an optometrist now. Very nice lady. And nice. how? The reason why it's weird too in middle school is you can't get around. You know, how did you right. get to this person's house? I biked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was 
because because as a as a kid, I was so embarrassed to talk to my parents about like girls. No, that of course. I would just be like, how I'm would going you to- ask your you know mom, hey, can you drop me off at my girlfriend's house? So that- I mean, like she would do it, but she would just she ask would, me questions. But it's weird. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I I would rather bike seven miles <laughs> as a fucking fourteen year old boy. <laughs> yeah, you're I'm going, fucking you're going on- two hours, bro, in order to potentially for- hold hands with someone. Yeah, yeah for, exactly. for this action, yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm in the basement and like you know we're like there but her parents kelsey's parents are like kind of conservative and um they were like they like i don't even remember but in middle school they like parents always have your have you leave the door open oh, <laughs> i yeah. don't know why that's like a tactic that what do you think that's gonna stop us like you know like oh, they just think like, they just think every, no. every especially if, if it's like a if you have a daughter they just think i think every parent just thinks like every boy walking is trying to like fuck your daughter or whatever i mean Anyways, yes they are yes yep so we were there and like the dad like didn't know this was happening and the mom was cool with it but the dad was like he was like visibly upset that there were these two boys in her basement uh, on Valentine's Day and I just for a long time just thought it was because we were boys but like um, I just remember he kept coming down every 20 minutes and being like Kelsey the boys need to go the boys need to go he kept saying that over and over again and like we laughed at like, I don't know, maybe like an hour after we got there. So I had to like bike again, you know, bike again back to my house. And like, but like uh, the way he was like kind of yelling at us and like looking at us, um, I think that there was some like racial thing happening there now that I'm imagining it, you know, because yeah. this guy was like, he, I think he was like pretty heavily involved in the church. And like what you got to understand about the suburbs is like, the suburbs, you know, this happened in New York too with the white flight, but like the suburbs is like a, a, white, a white person's uh, uh, a mecca, right? They went out yes. there because they wanted There's, to get away from the inner city. That's their safe space, yes, And so for sure. from this guy's perspective, he like, I mean, I don't know if it would if the same thing would happen if the black kid wasn't there, but I mean, I don't think it helped that it was a black guy and me, you know, but like, uh, and also he was like making out with that girl and I was like, trying to but like nothing really happened oh they were like they were making out and stuff okay yeah they're making out maybe that's maybe that maybe that got the did you see them making out no he didn't see them making out okay (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know man like i at that point like he was just like really mad and um i was trying to think about this from his point of view and i think for him it was like you know this guy was like heavily involved in the in the church you know he lived a good life he went to college he's got a beautiful family he he goes to church every sunday you know He just wants yep. to be around white people. You know, he, he he did everything. He did everything he was supposed to do to be around white people, right? And here we <laughs> okay. are in 2005 when it's not even that progressive. These two non-white kids in the basement trying to bang their daughters, you know? And right. he was just so upset. And I on my bike ride, I just remember thinking like, geez, like I, I would have like, I want, maybe I wanted to like, I wanted to like talk to the father just to be like, Hey, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm I won't have be having sex for another um, 20 years, unfortunately. You know, like if you <laughs> only hey, knew, worry. like worry. really, there's no threat. You know, but I I was like thinking about the other day, my sh- in the shower. Um, yeah, I was thinking about middle schoolers in my shower, and um, yeah, I was just like, just that face. I was like, Black History Month, Valentine's Day. What's good? So I just uh, wanted wow. to let you. That was my ratatouille flash moment. Have you had a, Have I you th- had a thing like that? Um. Hmm. <laughs> I uh, don't know. Um, I'm trying to think back to my middle school dating life, which mm-hmm. is which which mainly mainly consisted of hanging out with my girlfriend until she had to get on the bus to go home. You know, because you only oh, had that, like five minutes after school. You got five minutes after school, man. You know, that's when you're making your. That's our. That was our date. That was our date. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know? It's like, hey, I'll meet you after school. And like you and yeah. then we would just like hold hands for like five minutes. Oh, um, that's nice. I mean, I remember I had a I had I had a girlfriend and it's uh she and I she she was Korean and here's the thing which is why I don't know how racial it is because she was she was Korean she's Asian and she and I were dating in the middle school sense which means yeah. nothing and I remember um, we met up after school and her mom picked her up mm-hmm. which you know so she didn't have a bus thing so and I lived like nearby like I, I could walk to school so I was just hanging out and we were holding hands woohoo mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Hey, her mom saw us holding hands, right? And she was, and this is like a very Korean, like church Koreans, you know, you know how church, church Koreans, Koreans are, and you know, she, I know how they church be. Koreans, <laughs> right? And her parents made us break up. What, how do you mean? What, 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 what does that mean? He made, they made you break up. What does that like? They just, they, they had a talk with her. They had a talk with her. And then she told me, okay, we can't like hang out. And then you stop calling the house. You know what I'm saying? Stop calling the house. Here's the thing: is that I don't You're know. You're 13. I mean, I, yeah, that's exact. So I don't know how much it is a racial thing. For listen, if I had a young daughter and I came to the basement and there was a boy down there, I don't care if he was from Mars. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting the shotgun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just an that's instinct. True. Yeah. But yeah, there could be a racial thing. I don't know. We Maybe, don't know. We we'll never know. We we'll have to get them on. We have to get them on as guests. Let's call, call Let's call. Dad. Let's call Kelsey. Let's call Lindsay and yeah. whoever. And your your friend David. Let's get the gang back together. Let's get the gang back together, and let's yeah, call yeah, Mister yeah. Mister Kelsey and see what's going on. Yes, absolutely. And just let's settle this once and for all. Maybe they still have that basement. That would be nice, right? I know. And I want to ask our guest about this too because I know she grew up in the burbs. She might have something something similar happen to her. You know, angering white parents in whatever capacity. Uh, so I'm gonna bring her up. Um, we are so excited to have her. I cannot believe uh, she came. Yes. Anytime we have a famous person, it's always a surprise. Um, we're always in the Zoom room like, they're not going to come, right? We actually always have like a sub-episode planned in case they don't show up. It's you, never you, happened. You know what's funny is that the only people who have ever canceled on us are nobody comedians. Yeah, nobody comedians, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the famous Actual celebrities, yes. actual celebrities calling in up. from Hawaii yeah. show up. Show up. But oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> you know, like fucking like uh, Chris at, at, from The Creek in the Cave. Uh, yeah. he'll call, he'll text us at the last minute and be like, "Hi, uh, hey guys, sorry I'm hungover." And uh, I yeah, yeah, make yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come on. That's that's very good point. And honestly, that's probably why these celebs make it because they show up, guys. They that's, show up. That's entertainment. If you want to make it in the biz, you gotta show up. Okay, take it from me, an amateur podcaster slash freelance comedian. <laughs> so uh, your guest today is the co-host of the Add to Cart podcast. Uh, definitely check that out. She's the creator of Bajillion Dollar Properties, uh, which was available on CISO. I don't know where it's available now. Pluto TV, it says here. A producer wrote. So check that out on Pluto TV if you got it. But most importantly, she's got this amazing documentary called Origin Story on Amazon Video where she embarks on a journey to meet her biological father she never knew. And it's incredible. So uh, we are so happy to, and delighted to have her. Give it up for the hilarious Kulap Vilaisak, everybody. Yay! Woo! Yay! Cool. So happy to be here. You guys use the term celebrity very generously. You are a celebrity. You are a celebrity. <laughs> Okay, I can see into your house. Anyone with a de- decorated uh, fireplace is a celebrity. It's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's celebrities. Anyone with a fireplace. There, there's, 
There's a candle. There's candles on yeah. the mantle. Wow, you can, you a, can afford uh, candles. You are killing it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm flexing. Hey, yeah, hey. I don't know. <laughs> also, you have like really n- nice, expensive looking plants. I saw those in Hawaii. Those are like $70. Okay, I know how they roll. That's I know how you are. Okay, you're hanging out. You're probably calling Just in. Just in Hawaii, from, buddy. Yeah. Calling in from Silver Lake or whatever it is. Look at your road microphone. Oh, okay. she's got you a nice microphone it. too. <laughs> now, her and Suchin both had the uh, the Shure 7B mics. That's the Joe Rogan level. The, the, you know what I'm SMB saying? SMB7s? Oh, yeah. Come the on, SMB7s? I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to be compared to Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey. <laughs> Shots fired. Hey. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Yes. Uh, yes. We had your co host, uh, Suchin, on last time. Have you ever, you know, you listened to our story, and have you ever had a. a, a <laughs> So what what I would call an Asian flight moment where you got to run for your life from the white people. Have you ever had that from from the parents <laughs> with the parents? With the parents? I no, no. I mean that my Ratatouille moment is more my Cambodian boyfriend jumping off of the uh my town hall uh my town home like second yes. story uh balcony because my parents showed up unexpectedly <gasps> <Whoa! laughs> garage opens and, and he leaps <laughs> Damn. and flies you know parkour style yes. Damn. <laughs> down the that's street that's how parkour got invented because yeah, also yes, somebody ex- yeah you're, right. you're waiting for the uh the garage door <laughs> sound you know the garage door sound? That, that's how you know they're coming home. Oh, okay, put your pants on and jump Damn. out the window. Yeah, that, that's like, you know, the starting gun, at, <laughs> you know, during the Summer Olympics. That's amazing. I, I can tell you were a lot cooler than me when you were in high school because my, when, you, when you hear the garage sound, you think back to this moment where you were having fun with your boyfriend and he had to jump out. When I hear the garage door open, I just think of me like watch, downloading so much porn on Kazaa. And I'm like, what? My mom's going to be here in 20 seconds. What am I? I just shut off the internet. You know, it was a whole thing. But um, oh my God. They, they got they Cambodian people in Minnesota. Is it, is, was there a community there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Uh, St. Paul. I mean, of course, you know, suburbs of Minnesota, right. much like you, you know, there's a, like this. The snow isn't the only thing mm. that covers the mm. ground. Mm. <laughs> it's very white. Very um, Scandinavian. German descendants yes, yes, yes. and then you have you know an influx of uh, Southeast Asian uh, immigrants and later a wave of Ethiopian immigrants word, word. Um, and all of it from a very strong church system yes. oh that's right yes. that's right is uh is that where a lot of a lot of Hmong are there too are there a lot of Hmong in yes Minnesota? I think the yeah. the the highest population, I believe, second to um, Northern California oh, or like Sacramento oh, area. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. So and then, so then, a lot of um, it, quickly before we get into this thing, I, I shouts to a lot of our a lot of our new fans are from Laos. We have we oh have, yes we ha- okay. we can't we kind of went viral on. Nope. On some La- Laotian website thing, Laotian <laughs> so, Instagram wait, influencer. I, I need to know because this is like Sujin brought this up. Who who was uh, the account? I, hold on here. I need to oh, know. Hold on here. Hold on. First here. of all, very exciting. Hold on here. Well, we can look it up. Okay, let me it's, look it up. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, While you're looking it up, I want to say Sabadi Pinong. Yes. Oh shit, See, Mike. I said that last week, but I didn't pronounce it as well as she did. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get we wanted, that at all. <laughs> we wanted to bring this up because you, we were researching you. Okay, I'm sorry. The the account is called um, uh, Laos Supply. Laos yes, Supply. Yes, that's my brother Long. No oh, way. You know him. You know him. I mean, you know him. 
Well, brother as in, you know, uh, you guys get oh, it, right? At a certain okay. age, everyone's oh, okay. your yes, brother yes, and sister. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's um, cool. Yeah, he's in he, yeah, he's in Los Angeles. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. had we we one of our listeners, so we do this we'll do this later, but we have a segment called Mismanagement Consulting where we like solve our fans' problems. And, and you know, and we try to do it like in a comedic, silly way where the advice is actually not that good. But somebody called in and was like, Hey, I'm from or like I'm Laotian. By the way, I'm sorry, is it Laotian or like Lao? What is the what way to say to like Yes. Le- yeah. Is so it? let's have that. Yeah, let's, talk. Let's, let's clear. Let's clear this up. Let's yeah. Make sure we're getting it right. Yeah. So you know, Laotian, uh, Shen. That's French, right? So you know that uh, that area uh, was once called Indochina, yep. Indochine, ah. from French colonization. So Laotian is. <gasps> you know, you know, you know, Mike. So that. So I. We're I don't there. like to say that. We're all there. We're all there. <laughs> Um, I don't like to say that because to me that's like the colonizer's language. Oh. But that that is the that is sort of like what like the government recognizes like if you on, on the census yeah, it's yeah, Laotian. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? That's the government. And it's also that's the government. That's the government. And so I'm Lao from Laos. Yes. That's the uh that is the the ethnic group I'm from. And Laotian is supposed to encompass all, you know, 200 plus ethnic groups. Gotcha. Right. So that that's supposed to be Hmong and Tai Lu and Tai Dang and Tai Dum and like all these like so many different groups. So but I also like want people to rep like, you know, a lot of people who are Hmong don't identify right. as Laotian. Right. Some mm-hmm. do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's and also there's just like old stuff, you know, that I want to be sensitive to. Yeah, yeah. Which is. The the Lao uh, has always been the majority in that country, yep. and so there has been like injustice sure, and stuff sure. like that. So I also just want to be, you know, I want to be kind of clear on who I am, and you know, I don't know, you know, you just try to, you tr- we all try to do our Absolutely. best. Absolutely, well, we're trying, and we're trying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're just well, trying. One thing is clear: me and Mike apparently were just insulting thousands of people last week when we kept saying Laotian. So sorry. No, we did not, you're not. No. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. I just don't. I just don't want to. I don't. I, know. I feel it's that. I feel that. Me. It's not for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not for me. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yep. But, um, uh, yeah, and and that's always one thing that's interesting to me is that like you look at a map of uh, Southeast Asia and it's just like a crazy jumble of like tribes and and like different peoples all mixed together and like the whole like let's just say even the idea of Vietnam <laughs> that that's like a new thing, you know? That's like a brand yeah, new yeah, thing. Yeah. And Laos is Laos is like a new thing. That was that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, and and this is this is this, these borders. These borders. This is very true for all colonized people. Because I was just got into this rabbit hole for a second, uh, and I promise this will be funny eventually. Not right now, but like <laughs> it it uh, it's like it's like these French people were like, hey, we have nation states. You guys should have nation states too. And then everybody is just like looking at them like what the fuck are you talking about? I only know, you know, my people. And even that is like in flux constantly. And that's why we get into these, all these like crazy conversations about what to call each other. Cause like, it doesn't, th- these, 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 a lot of these things are like new, brand new, you know? Yeah. And then there's your, there's your ethnic identity. There's your cultural identity. So I cu- culturally identify with being Lao, Lao American. But then, you know, my 23 and me, I got a lot of Vietnamese and that, 
100 makes Yo, sense. Yo, you took a 23 and me? Because, oh yeah, man. I thought Dude, that's that. Ballsy, that's ballsy for Asian people, I feel like. I, I, yeah, I always feel. I was early adopter. Damn. I was when they were like given maybe like, uh, maybe unresponsible health info. <laughs> <laughs> that's how oh. early. I gave them my DNA. They probably stole. I'm like Henry, Henrietta Lacks. They probably yeah, stole oh, my yeah. shit. No, they, Wait, they cloned you. They cloned well, yeah. you. Okay, why there's you, another cool op out there somewhere. Because Wait, why you did you that blood in there? Why did you do that? I, I feel like that. Like only like a certain type of people with certain personalities were like yes, 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 yes 23 of me. Like back in like 2007. Yeah, it really it was so early on that I I I still get I I was grandfathered in. And like I still get some of like the stuff that I that you're like the oldest get. plan. What the fuck? Rollover minutes? What the hell's going on? That's right. Rollover minutes. That's right. <laughs> I am a cheap apartment in New York. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I don't. Why did I do that? But like I yeah. My my mother in law wanted us all to do ancestry. Mm. And, and I was like, I can't, I just can't be giving my DNA out like this. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't also be giving it to them. You know, let me just, yeah, I'm gonna draw That's a line. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't be you sending a, you, your stem you, cells everywhere. Yeah, you, you had a DNA, you had a yeah. DNA whole phase. I love it. I love it. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Gotta pull back. We're, you know, you're, we're getting older. We don't need to spread ourselves like that. literally spreading yourself around. Um, the, yeah. Okay, oh, so for this segment, and the, I think this will be, this will be good. So in the segment, we were trying to say, uh, you know, the, the the person had to ask the question, how do I explain where I'm from? Because I'm oh. Lao. I'm from Laos. People don't know where Laos is. They don't know any of that shit. And we had some advice and we're not going to even say it, but it was, I thought it was funny, but it doesn't matter. But how do you explain where you're from when people ask that? Because like Vietnamese people know, we know, we're like, oh yeah, we're over there. But I, you know, a lot of people don't. And do you ever, do you have like a shorthand way to get there quickly or do you just kind of go, eh, you know what? I'm not going to even explain because I don't, it's not worth my time. Well, I think, you know, look, it is, it's such a, you know, it is the burden is on us to educate. Mm. And sometimes it's, you know, it's annoying. Sometimes it's fine. Mm. But I still feel like that is for me where, where I, I really, it's important for me to push representation and for people to know. Yeah where Laos was and for people to know that there was a secret war yep. like that you know I can't I can't keep the secret <laughs> if that's important you to a, me you got a big mouth when it comes to war I understand yo <laughs> yeah 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 that's right that's, that's an interesting thing because then on a segment once on AV Club you were talking about the secret war and how the US bombed Laos and killed like a tenth of the population and you know what's it's crazy because like the secret war sounds like a really tight Marvel movie but in reality is a horrible <laughs> thing that happened to uh to to uh your people i mean like you know it and continues to happen because people by the way super funny people keep <laughs> we're being so speaking funny of right which, now. speaking um, of carpet bombing but you know what like old people and babies still get like bombed uh you know from embedded uxos ha 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 That's like, yeah, that's if like Aziz Ansari was doing this bit. To this day! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! We wanted to quickly touch on it because I love, we were doing research on you, and I, I love how hard you rep Laos. And well, even last week, when we were, like, two weeks ago, we were just being silly because we had an influx of, um, you know, Lao listeners. So we were just like side by D, like we were just being funny. And then people. <laughs> DM does it like oh my god like fuck yeah dude thank you like people yeah. are so people excited. Were so excited and, and I was like and this like is great that, 
And that would never happen for like a Chinese fan or a Japanese fan or a Korean fan. Like they would just let, be like, yeah, they they hear those words all the time. But specifically with like the Lao community, they were fucking we they're fucking pumped to hear me pronounce hello in a shitty yeah. accent, you know. And and I, it, yes, yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. And, oh, sorry to answer your question. Um, I say like, oh, well, you know, we're Viet- I'll go look, there's Vietnam and then there's Thailand and China and Laos is in between. We're right, we're yeah, there right you go. There. there you go. You know, what's cool, Real too, Sims. though, Real is Sims. that um, is that, you know, hey, we got we got a we got a Japanese dude. We got a, a, a Lao comedian and we got a Vietnamese dude. And we've all been bombed at different points in time by the America. We should get a t-shirt going, right? Where it's like, hey, my country got bombed by America and all I got was this shitty t-shirt. I think it could do very well. Yeah, you know? it's like the, like the got milk t-shirt was like got bombed. Got bombed? <laughs> Just and everyone can get one. Yeah, literally <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Literally you everyone. You have to be Asian. Just like literally anybody. And pretty one. much. Even people of color in this country. We, we, they could probably get one too. So, yeah. hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, and now there's drones. Yeah, you now know, there's like, drones. All that technology. Now there's drones. <laughs> brings us all together in a really dark way. <laughs> Ah, well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I know. You know. know. If you know, if if you know anything about me, you know that I'm out. I'm out there. You're out there. I'm out there pounding, and a lot of people are like, "For me, why are you so good at pounding?" And by a lot of people, I always ask that. (laughs) I don't even believe you. By by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Helix Sleep Mattress. mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. (laughs) Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely. And Helix knows that. <laughs> so they have a different, uh, they have several different mo- uh, mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses are great for cooling you down if you get hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus slice sleepers. Because, hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep slash pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off, and when you're doing your threesomes, mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. Life hasn't been easy lately, but looking, feeling, and smelling your best doesn't have to be hard. With a short quiz, Hawthorne makes grooming for modern guys almost effortless. Hawthorne is a premium grooming brand that tailors your personal care routine to your unique profile. It's really easy. You start with their quiz. On this quiz, they ask you things like, what's your favorite drink? How do you like to spend a night out? Where do you like to go? That sort of stuff. It's a lot of, it's actually really fun. Uh, it's, it's, I love talking about myself. You answer all these quizzes. It's, pr- it's pretty short. It's pretty simple. Uh, and the products I got are awesome. I got two kinds of cologne. I got some shampoo. I have this really cool deodorant because I am also a stinky boy. And I think it really helps. You know, they, you, know you gotta take care of uh, your beautiful Asian skin. Hawthorne even takes the risk out of it by giving you free shipping on your orders and returns. And if you don't like your products, they'll even retailer them 
for you based on your feedback. With high quality self-care products tailored specifically to your needs from Hawthorne, looking your best has never been easier. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code NOTASIAN. Hawthorne.co, promo code NOTASIAN. I want this is like the main thing I kind of wanted to ask you on this podcast, and I you know I don't mind if it takes a long time or whatever, but you know you you, you got this documentary, and you've talked about it so many times on other shows, so we don't need to get into the specific details. But I found it what was interesting is um you know it's it's kind of about you going out there, and uh, you know you find out your father wasn't an actual father, so you kind of embark on this journey to find out who you are and what your family history is, and and um, in one of your interviews you had said something like you know. Uh, I had to kind of figure this out sort of before I could do anything else. You know, it was like that. It was like really, really important to you that you understood this history and to like find who you are. Um, and that's kind of what you explore in your origin story. And like, that's like a thing I hear. I mean, obviously a lot of all comedians want to find their voice, but specifically with comedians who are from some sort of a diaspora history or, or community, um, that answer could be really hard to, sorry, that question could be hard to answer, but also like is so important, actually so important that Mike and I often talk about finding your voice is more important than making it in comedy. Like to me, I would just the, I, to be able to be able, to be able to answer the question like who are you succinctly, I I would kill for that because the other day I was doing this podcast called Are You Garbage, hosted by these two comedians <laughs> in, from Philadelphia. They're super funny. Definitely check it out. I think my episode's coming out today. Actually, it's Monday. It's gonna be Monday when this episode comes out. But you know, their whole thing is like, are you? Did you come from a classy family or a trashy family, or whatever? And then in the beginning, they kind of like try to get a feel for you by asking you how you grew up. And I was explaining my life. Now, just not in a comedic way. And I was like, oh, I'm from Japan. Then I moved to Singapore. Then I moved to Ohio. My dad wasn't home. Now my parents live in Mexico. My dad got kidnapped once. Like, as, in I'm, as I'm telling oh, this shit. story, th- like, I was like, oh my God, th- this makes no sense. Like, I almost felt a little embarrassed telling this story because I was like, what am I, this sounds like I'm like literally making shit up, you know? It's like such a fucking weird thing. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's cool that you made this documentary and you wanted to find out who you are. And I just, I guess I just want to ask you, like, you know, what was it about, um, you know, finding your father or learning more about your family history that was like specifically really important to you um, that you were willing to spend some money and go out there and kind of, kind of, kind of embark on this journey. When you were talking, so many things came into my head um, on a larger scale. Like that isn't necessary that that binds us all together, the three of us here and other people who are listening, is that 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 feeling? What you were describing was like, well, my story isn't. Why tell my story? Yeah. It's not yes. that interesting. Yes. And then, but then you're, then you start to tell your story and it's like, this sounds like I'm making it up. Yeah. Like, what is that? Right. Yeah. Right. And it's, there's something there about like, not, not having the space. Uh, we don't have a lot of models mm. of telling our very American stories. Like the, there's not a lot of people who've been able to do it. There are not a lot of things for us to look at and look up to in that regard. And in this in this country, uh, there is like I, we just are we we start to erase. Mm, I'll speak for myself. Yeah, yeah. I in the past have erased my identity, mm-hmm. um, it, lock and step with how other people have erased 
my identity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Does that make sense, you guys? Like, so I would allow things. I, you know, sometimes it's about survival. Sometimes it's about just wanting to belong. But I'll make, you know, like I won't, I'll laugh at jokes that are, you know, not appropriate or racist or I'll try to get ahead of those jokes or I won't even like, I, I will just be just Asian. Yeah. Not for so many years, I was just Asian, yeah, right? Yeah. right? <laughs> and as you enter as a young woman in Hollywood, you are just Asian, yeah, yeah. right? You're you're Asian. You're you're the slutty Asian. You're the best friend Asian. <laughs> yes, 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 like, yes, yes. You're, you're the slutty the 23 Asian. 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 I know the type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even see me that way. That's how I want to be seen. Yeah, dude. Um, I want to be seen as somebody who will spit in Into a vial. A vial. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. no one else wants to do no, it nobody yeah. i'll do it give me a glass of water <laughs> um, yeah like so so there there's that so there's that now specifically to to my story and why i did origin story there a number of things where you get to a, a i just my I, w- I just so strongly identified with finding out that my dad wasn't really my dad there's that part Mm -hmm. but the other part is being lied to Mm -hmm. and being rejected by that father Mm -hmm. even more so than the first thing the inciting incident right the the the, it of like oh my my dad's not my real dad then that the realization of being lied to affected me more Mm. than the lie right and then being rejected affected me more than like and that those that that's what I really hung like that's what I like thought of myself as somebody who was not good enough and mm-hmm. and that this stuff and when you're a kid you know like our, my parents you think they obviously they had they didn't have the capacity or the ability to handle that right on every level and so I just put it away, but that stuff just like builds and builds and builds. And so as I get older and I'm I'm trying, you're right, trying to find that voice. And that is the most important thing because that's like, that's your self-esteem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's what that is. And so, um, and like, and I, I want to start my own family, but I have all these questions, yeah. like all these questions. And and the the answers that I didn't have, I just sort of like, filled in the blank so it was my own story mm-hmm, mm, right mm-hmm. like it was my own so it it got just just got to a point in my relationship with my mom had gotten so bad that i was like i need to do something right mm, mm. about this I, I was i was i was watching the documentary and in the first like five minutes it's just like this crazy like shouting match that happens right with uh with your mom and um you know uh, and I and, and already like immediately I um, felt like I could identify with this because my parents would have these car- crazy shouting matches all the time, and for a long time when I was growing up, I just thought that was just how marriages were. I just mm. thought that you just had two adults yelling at each other, and the and the kids are just kind of like we would. My sisters and I we would call it a there's a storm happening. And we would just like hide. We would just hide in the, in the, yeah, very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very traumatic too. So like we, we, we didn't know. We we just thought this was just, oh, this is how it is. You know, parents just fight. And we didn't, we weren't really equipped with, um, you know, the, the, all these things. But I always think about like, you know, 
in what ways did what my parents went through, which is just like a crazy fleeing countries and having people blowing up in front of them and stuff like that. How did that affect ultimately how they raised their children, you know? And I was wondering if you've ever had thoughts about that. Like, do you ever think about the things that have happened to your country, right? Your people, how does that trickle down to the relationship you might have with your, you know, just with your parents? You know, do you ever think about stuff like that? Do you have any thoughts? I mean, I think that's that's a big part of the documentary for sure is like you it is really, you know, I set out trying to to uh, f- like find the truth, mm-hmm. the, the truth. And, and really what I end up with is an understanding mm. of who my parents were in those moments, what they went through. And it would 100 percent make sense yes. as to, you know, what how how trauma informs um you know child rearing yeah 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 <laughs> and how you know so throw also throw up throw up you know not even what happened in the motherland but like just to be in america mm-hmm. not fully know the language yeah. trying to survive and that so that's you know that trauma on top of that you know and then raising your kids you know in 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 multiple worlds right yep. the one at home the 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 what you want to uh what you want your children to keep and what you're grasping at in terms of your culture in this like alien world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's just it's just ripe for conflict yeah you know i mean fumi and i we you know we've, we've we always talk about like trying to find your voice and trying to find your truth right and you said you came to an understanding is there a succinct truth that you feel that you you can carry around now that has solved some of this 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 uh this hole in your history for you because for for fumi and i you know that's something we're always waiting for and i'm not even sure if it even is even out there for us but like do you yeah do you feel like you've you found something that okay this is something that it's my own truth now i can start doing something with it yeah absolutely the the documentary was that for me it was the it it was the ability to record to first to record and then in the recording ask the questions that have never been asked before yeah. and then then have essentially evidence to examine mm-hmm. right and then the ability to craft a, a a story around that around what i what i found um and so absolutely it was a it was a incredibly cathartic experience that i by no means um was easy yeah. uh, i can't stress enough how uh <laughs> How painful, but these like, you know, like these, these things are that way for a reason. It These are hard fought battles, yeah. mm-hmm. um, right? Like they, if it was easy, I would have, you know, not waited 20 years yeah. <laughs> to yeah. like ask questions, right? So absolutely, I now for better, or for worse, like I understand and I may not agree with what my parents yeah. did. But I have so much compassion for mm, them. Yes. And I have, I, no matter what, I stand on their shoulders. Right. We all do right, over right, our parents, right, their right. sacrifices. And the fact that, like, you know, our conflict comes from, you know, our parents have rightfully had a lot of fear. Um, you know, I just found out that Fumi's dad got uh, kidnapped. <laughs> you know, there's fear involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was you on know? him. You know, he was so, being goofy. Yeah, that, was, that was his fault. That was on <laughs> me. That was his fault. Yeah. He's like, well, that's, my, that's on me. All that's right, my bad. Right. That's my bad. I got kidnapped. <laughs> okay, that's my okay. bad. But uh, I'm sure he doesn't want Fumi to get 
kidnapped, you know? And so there's it's like he's very kidnappable too. Yeah, Have you seen I know. him? He's only like five two, so like very pa- very yeah. packable. Very packable Asian. I, 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 that's like uh, I love that's like the standard for a lot of immigrant parents. It's like, why well, do I want my kids to get kidnapped? I would I would love you know? it if they didn't get kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you know, so it's like like it's hard for them to have the imagine. We have the luxury of imagination. We have the luxury yeah, yeah. of creativity. Yeah. We have the luxury of like thinking about what else can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. They didn't have that. Right. Yeah, I. Yeah. When I when I was like reading about your documentary and watching interviews, I got really inspired. And I, and Suchin had talked about trying to do a documentary with her own parents when she was younger, but her whole thing was that she wasn't ready for it because she was too young or she hadn't really been at the place in her life where she could ask these questions to her parents directly but i feel that you know i feel like a lot of asian parents in america are like secretive like there's they they like have these crazy things but they don't like always tell you about them they just kind of if you ask them about it maybe they'll tell you but they'll kind of tell it to you casually and i feel that (laughs) i think the solution is i think every asian american kid needs to make a documentary about their parents that might be the only way to get to the bottom of it and it's like it's i feel like you know, like I always talk about on this podcast, my dad is very, very secretive. I've only met my uncle, his brother, twice in my entire life. When my when his father died, he specifically left a note when he died that said, don't invite anyone to my funeral. So only like four people showed up. Like, right. I feel like he's got some juicy secrets I don't know about, you know? Yeah. And like, maybe, you know, maybe we joke that he's got a second family. I don't know what it is. You know, maybe I've got a half brother somewhere. That'd be tight. But it's like, <laughs> is there, you know, what is the, if I could do a documentary, maybe, I know this sounds like a crazy idea, but like, maybe that's a fucking way in. Cause you know, now it's like a project and you get a camera and you know, I don't know. I was very inspired by it. They, I never, my parents are so, I, I'm the only performer in the family. Right. So I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to talk. There, I think there's just something about a camera that it, all of a sudden everybody had to testify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, I truly, I, I was like, ah, nobody's going to talk. Nobody's going to talk. Like that, that's, no one's going to open up. Um, and the first, uh, in the documentary, the first time I, I record anything is with the dad that I grew up with. And I'm like, he's the, he's the most private of everybody. Mm-hmm. But he just totally just, Again, I she was he was like he was like testifying, mm. and I was like, well, I guess I have to keep going. Yeah, yeah. and I I I would recommend like just just throw and throw up your iPhones, throw up your Galaxy, however you roll, <laughs> and. <laughs> You know, you're an Android user, or you're an iOS user. Yeah. Go ahead and dig I'm into your family. I'm not hating past. on you. Yep. Yeah, like Google Phone, whatever you do, <laughs> you know, like um, just ask your parents questions. And I think a lot of it too is, you know, you guys know that tension between old school, new school, yeah. and like when we grew up, we like don't want to hear it from our parents. Yeah, yeah. And we're always like, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know, and and. As we get older, that's a nice turn, right? Yes. Where you start like, no, I actually want to know who you were as a person. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like, who were you when you were a kid? Who were you when you were a teen? And when you're older, you can have that distance yes. where nothing is so like S- yes, intense, right? right? Um, I love that. And I, I, it, a couple things. You know, first of all, it's so true that our, the older generation, our parents or whoever, will always they always seem to like drop crazy hints of something yeah. and then just casually <laughs> too move casual, on. Too casual. Like I'll just be like I'll just ask my dad and I'll just be like, "Yeah, what was it like, uh, you know, uh, you know, fighting in the war?" And he'll just be like he makes it sound like it was so boring and he's just like, 
yeah, you know, I would just be out there and then, you know, um, I saw my friend explode and then I ran like uh, for like two days. <laughs> and then he would just be like, all right, well, uh, you know, can you hand me the remote so I can change the channels? And I was like, what the fuck? What, did, what? You know, like this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And he just casually drops it on like, you know, at, at, a, at, at five o'clock on a Thursday. And I realized that, you know, it's it's so important for us to have these things because white people got Ancestry.com. You know, they got mm-hmm. that. And I always I always see the commercial for that because it's like, hey, did you know that my, you know, that uh, great uncle Ebediah, you know, was a milk Shout farmer out. in Iowa. And they have these records <laughs> and they have all these things. Buckeyes, yeah, yeah, it's like you know, a nice have, book, dude. <laughs> they have a nice book and it's like a beautiful thing. And then, you know, Ancestry.com. Oh, my gosh, you can learn. But we, you know, for us, you know, our a lot of our shit, um, you know, only... Uh, goes far back as people can remember and tell the story of that thing, you know? Yeah, because l- let's not talk about, you know, hospital records. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we just got antibiotics, you know? Like, so yeah. it's important for us to have those things, yeah. you, know, um, you know, and, and, and hey, be your own ancestry.com. Um, what, one, one thing I do want to ask, cause I do want to do this too. And again, because I'm a, I got, I got podcast face, so I'm gonna, probably going to do it like verbally. Okay, that's so wild what you're saying. I'm just, I'm, we're, we're very handsome we're man. But I, you know, okay, you got a okay. joke because other, my other thought process, and I know, Mike, you're married, but hey. like the voice dating app could be a thing. Oh, yes. And now you guys could, like, I don't know, maybe start like a clubhouse club hey. and make it like voice dating. That's Yo, amazing. Fumi, write I just, this down. Just think it about it. Well, wait, there's a voice show like dating. this, but. Voice dating, writing this down. Voice dating, write on this Clubhouse. down. On Clubhouse. Voice dating. I like this a lot. Yes. Um, that's and great. you guys are the hosts. Yes. I just, I think it, it and you okay, tied in, down. you write know. I'm writing, it, I'm writing it down. I'm writing, <laughs> okay. I'm also writing down cool up 10%. I'm writing that down. Okay. Um, okay. But, well, I mean, also guys, it's, it, this is being recorded. I don't, all right, we're writing okay, it down. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll right. forget, we're done. Um, but I do, so I do want to do a project like this too, but do you have any pointers for like how to, um, you know, how, how to start that conversation or, or things, you, you know, you wish you, you know, uh, now that you, now that the project is done, um, you know, do you, is there, su- is there, is there like a line of questioning that you feel like, oh, I should have done this, you know, cause I want to sit down. I want to talk to my aunts and my uncle, you know, my grandfather recently passed away. That knowledge is gone now forever. It's destroyed, mm-hmm. you know? So I want to sit down. I want to have these conversations, but you know, is, is there any pointers you have for like, if you want to do something like this? I think, you know, just set up a camera and like mm-hmm. ask questions, ask about how. What's the first thing you, you ask? Know, you like, get, how do you even fucking get into this? You know, you, you got the camera, you got the sound guy. Now right. you're sitting in a chair. Your, your aunt's like, what the fuck is going on? Yep. Well, I don't I don't know if you need the sound guy <laughs> <laughs> from the get go. I'm not saying, you know, don't start with the, the boom. boom mic. Don't start with like you don't need the crazy grip. lights. You need the grips? On. Yeah. OK. No, All right. You need the yeah, best boy. Klieg lights on your auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think keeping it really casual and fun. I mean, 100 percent have a list of questions that you're interested in. But I think what like. What, to get people it's just what you guys do in the in this like in this podcast and you have everything that you need you already possess the skills mm-hmm. but like what what were you like when you when you were a kid yeah. what it's just like it's and when have you ever asked that to your parents right. what, what what was your like what did what was your like favorite subject in in school and what did you want to be you know yeah, yeah. and start there yep 
And then as people open up and start to tell their stories, then you kind of like you have your list of questions, but then you go, oh, what what was that? What was that? Right. <laughs> like right. when when they drop when they that drop, casual yeah. stuff. Well, let's talk, let's about, talk about that. that. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about. So like for me, uh, you know, uh, origin story is available on Blu-ray if you don't want to stream it. But uh, in in the documentary, I'm talking to my mom about she's looking at photos and she's like, she goes, uh. <sighs> born in the toilet <laughs> what <laughs> just a casual drop what? in boy toilet drop what 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 did what did you say and and you see you see my sisters we're all just like and we're so quiet and holding our breaths because we don't want to change the the molecular makeup yes. of the yes, air yes, 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 yes. so that she goes off to another subject yes. we're like Really? Yes. <laughs> like, speak on that, you know, <laughs> like that. That was like, you know, and so you have then you well, we're going to we're going to talk about that now. Yes, we must. Yep. Right. And then you 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 have that. And no matter what, regardless of if you're if if the end result is a documentary of any form, short form, long form feature, whatever, you'll always have that yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You'll always have these which you guys are talking about, which is family records yes. yeah and guess what like when you get when your when your parents get to be human and not your parents when they get to tell their funny stories and when they get to you get to hear how they were knuckleheads too like that's that will only make you closer <laughs> and then your kids can have that and your cousins can have that like i have hours and hours of footage of my of my family that I didn't use, right. but I always yeah, have I it. Yep. Mm. Yep. So everybody out there, all right, stop taking nudes and start taking pics <laughs> and, and videos of your family and get it up on the cloud, okay? It's the We got to get everybody baby. up to the cloud. Get that content. <laughs> get that content, baby. Hello, Hello tushy. tushy. The future of toileting has arrived. Okay, it's technically been around for centuries, but hideously expensive, costing thousands. Now the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself mm. before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Shout out to the people who were part of that study. Because with <laughs> Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Just poop, spray, dry, and go. And sanitation is so simple. The Schmutz Shield offers easy cleaning and the knobs are naturally antimicrobial. It is trademarked. The Schmutz Shield is trademarked. There's no way that's real. The Schmutz Shield is a trademark thing. Plus, every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Already got a tush on your pot? Upgrade to the new 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. It's true, buddy. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash ANA. Um, we have our guest here, Kulop, and uh, Kulop, if you didn't get it from our previous conversation, she's a uh, a Hollywood professional, okay? She's a celeb, she's an actor, writer. She used to be a showrunner. She ran shows. I, I'm in the industry. I don't know what a showrunner is. I've heard of the position. I'm not sure what it means because I know he's not the head writer. I know he's not the producer. I don't know what a showrunner does, but I know it's important. I know they make, I know they make a lot of money. So what I'm saying is Kulop is a very important rich person. Well, okay? yeah, you're thinking about like Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> 
liking it. Oh, and by the way, you said that. You said, I want to be the yeah. Asian Shonda Rhimes. You, maybe you said, I got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Woo! I can't say this podcast is helping you get there, but you know, yeah, we man. shall. This, we is, shall this is a detour, but yeah. Yes, but um, I, this was in the news a couple weeks ago, and I want to talk about it because Mike and I have talked extensively about both of these shows, never together, but um, the, the Golden Globes, the nominations uh, came out, and people were upset because Emily in Paris uh, was nominated for a Golden Globe, but not the HBO show I May Destroy You by um, Michaela Cole. Um, and, you know, I, there's been a lot of talk about it. The, one of the writers for the show even wrote an, an article in The Guardian saying, like, I don't agree with this, Emily. Emily in Paris is like it's fine as a TV show, but like it's not a masterpiece. Like I may destroy you, and uh, you know, as a as a TV professional uh, with everything that's going on, just wanted to get your like initial take on like what you how what you feel about the Golden Globes and and and, and this decision and all that. Oh yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> um, the like I tr- I was like I was personally offended for like so many like I was like. For- Emily in Paris is not a comedy. Yeah. And frankly, either <laughs> is flight a- attendant. That's not a comedy. Yeah. Like, that was like g- making me mad. And then. Yeah, you're like, that as a comedian. I, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. And then Emily in Paris, like, it's not good. <laughs> like, it's. It's not a good show. Like, is it 100% escapism? Did I watch all of it? I regret it. Now I regret it. And now I know better. Let's just say that. I I watched it because I was like, man, I re- like, I'm stuck in my house and I want to go to Paris. Yes. This is the only yes. way. I would like to go to Paris. Yes. But, you know, uh, it's not good. Yes. Like, and she, the character, oh, man. And then, then it hit me. Where, like me as if this was on like a newspaper or like uh, papers in my <laughs> desk like where's Michaela Cole yeah 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 where's I may destroy you yeah yeah wait a minute where, hold what, on what's happening here what right. where where is she and then I like then I was just like well this is enraging yeah. like sh- it, it's so it's just so frustrating and first of all the Golden Globes like the Hollywood Foreign Press like it's just like <laughs> It's just like old white Europeans, like you know. So they're not all Americans. It's just I was trying to research on how this process. Most are not. Okay, so they're they're most journalists about entertainment from different countries. And but generally, it's Europe because right. it's like it's the Hollywood Foreign Press, right. which is strange because it's like you've got the Baftas too, right? So yes. which is it seems like they're a lot of them are British, but I, I, I that part I'm not positive on. But, but generally. If you notice all of the 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 nominate people are nominated, it's all like they're generally like they're certain like Emily's in Paris. They're all like kind of European yeah. or British or whatever. But you know, exception being of course Michaela Cole is British. Right. But, oh my god! Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's just it's just like it. There's it's so stupid, but they they do mean something. Yeah. And they, no. <laughs> the I mean awards in right, general. Right. Yes. They do mean I mean something. I think that that's the thing. That's the unfortunate thing about comedy and stuff is like you can be like i don't give a fuck but sometimes like you do need other people to give you a nod it does matter it does change things in your career and yeah and and i mean at the very least like a lot of times people find out about shows because they get nominated or you know i'm saying they get they get to know after the fact this is like essentially free press for all these things right and um yeah it's it's crazy because all these europeans you know they 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 continue to uh, to uh, bomb us just in a different way. You know they bombed <laughs> us originally 
with actual bombs and now they bomb us with this so it's yeah. like we need to send her the t-shirt we're making we're sending and it's just it's just so crazy because like it's you could i couldn't i couldn't write something like this do you know what i'm saying where like hey let's 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 do the biggest travesty there is because i may destroy you i for our fans who haven't watched it it's it it is um it is clearly the one of the best shows that came out this year, if not 100%. the best. It is yeah. it Emily yeah, undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Emily in Paris, you watch it and it's it is uh it is the sugar cereal of 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 entertainment. And you you can feel your No nutrition. Your neurons are just like, oh, oh, I I don't need to be here for this. If this is what uh the human is gonna do, I don't need to be here. Whereas, whereas I may destroy you, actually makes you a better person. I mean, yes, I will you, say that. <laughs> I I watched it and I wanted to write an essay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like no TV show has ever wanted. You know, I wanted to like On read top some of books. It being entertaining, you know, it 100%. is entertaining too. You know? Yeah. So um, and they, they even called Emily in Paris like amb- uh, ambience television or something like that, right? They're making fun <laughs> of it on the New Yorker and stuff. I don't know. I do think um, you know. You're right. This does this scenario does seem comedic. Something that would be in a comedy TV show, like, hey, haha, wouldn't it be funny if a show like this won? Like, that's like a comedy <laughs> pilot, you know. Um, right. And that's why I think there's voter fraud. Okay, I think Trump was right. There's definitely is <laughs> there's voter, voter fraud. fraud. Right, um, not real. I, I, yeah. I don't trust these machines uh, that they believe. <laughs> I mean, just again, meritocracy is such a fallacy. Like, oh it's just yeah. Like, it, that's so fun. Just so rarely is that the case. And like, it's all, you know, it, it's so annoying. And I know it's like, oh, well, some people are like, oh, who cares? It's Hollywood. But it's like media and art dictates like they don't. It's not just it's a big part of society. It's a big part mm-hmm, of representation. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of like the conversation. So like it's I'm not saying anything new here. But like our society gets pushed forward and backwards by the type of art that comes through. Like, you know, come at me if you don't agree. (laughs) You know, I mean, like this stuff matters. even though nothing matters, um, oh, did we see the um, <laughs> did, we, did we see the the tweet that went viral by some like random comedian who's 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 this Indian woman? And she was like, "I am the as the creator of Emily in Paris. Can I just say why the fuck were you nominated for a Golden Globe? LOL, I made that as a prank, and people like believed her. I don't know if I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was oh, really, really? Yeah. that was. Oh my goodness. I mean, it was it was so funny because it was such a it's such a good point, you know? Because sometimes, and Kulap, you kind of touched on this earlier. It's like sometimes as an Asian person, you just go, maybe I should just make crap. You know, because you watch yeah. something like this, yeah. and you're yeah. like, maybe I should just make crap. Because I can make crap if you want, you know. And there's so many times where uh, you're just like, well, maybe they don't want to hear the story that I have to tell. That's actually really interesting and this crazy thing that has happened to my people and my family and all that stuff. Maybe I should just make a, you know, uh, you know, the equivalent of uh, Panda Express, but comedy but for TV. Yeah. But for TV, yeah. and I should just do that yeah. because maybe that'll be way better, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's also still hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, but but recently I was at the doctor's office and uh, the lab tech was talking to me. She asked me what I do. I said, I'm a writer, producer. Oh, from what? Comedy. And she's like, who are your favorite comedians? I'm like, that's hard, you know, yeah. and I'm we're talking and stuff. And she goes, you know who I think is just the best, just like goes hard just like the best show in terms of comedy. I'm like, what, what? She's like, two and a half men. <laughs> they never let up. And I was like, 
And you know, I, what am I? I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, for Dude, sure. For you real, know? so like, groundbreaking. I'm in the most vulnerable position. Oh. Yeah, like, she's got a needle that, in your arm. I'm not gonna argue with this lady. Yeah, exactly. Like, as she stabs and draws my blood, like that's not the time <laughs> to have an impassioned, you know, debate. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. I'm like, e- yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, shit. That's most of America. Like, I I remember, um, I think a couple months ago, my friends and I were having a discussion, and we were talking about like Game of Thrones and how popular it was. And some guy was like, you know, it wasn't as popular as like some CBS show I'd never heard of. That's like on primetime television. That is and we, the dream. And we looked at the, we looked at the numbers, and. Big Bang Theory something, or something like that, like that. and right. like Game yeah. of Thrones was like a tenth of the views, like not even yeah. close. Oh, not but even. that's yeah. just the, the world is like we live in New York and LA, and we just think like, oh, like of course Game of Thrones, I may destroy you. Like these are the things that's driving TV forward, you know, like challenging things, like in the zeitgeist. It's so yeah, it's interesting because it's like, what do you like? Tr- what do you guys watch this on network? Uh, are you watching anything? You know, I like, just con- uh, uh, yeah. scripted, scripted, con- not, consistently, not- or just like for research. <laughs> I've seen Superstore. Cons- is that was it, is that was. Yeah, yeah, that's um, NBC. But right? I was like, yeah. no, I was like okay. trying to do research on like structure and stuff. I didn't. I was. I'm not like a huge fan. But, but of yeah, like of your free will. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anything? Uh, I mean, like you know, I think uh, you know the Office. People watch the Office, right? People watch. Yeah, Friends. but they're watching it now streaming. Right. Oh, you mean like, like what's on now? now? What's now. on now? Yeah. Shit, yeah. man. I don't. I don't know what channel's network is on my fu- on my TV. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, I, don't know. I do. Yeah. I do. So everything I really like is all streaming. Yeah, that's so you true. You know, I just it's I just uh, there's nothing. I tried Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Oh yeah, how was that? And hmm. it started off like you know you really got to buy into a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, well this is this is like a fun departure. People are singing and dancing, and then um, second season just like there isn't even like just like a like a a guilty pleasure like right. anymore right. like mm-hmm. that i was like and then honestly somebody tweeted out after like the golden globe nominations like stop like if you don't like something stop watching it because it affects the rain. Yes. She, i think the tweet was like yes. don't hate watch stuff because it affects yeah. right. the notes that people are getting the shows that people are buying right. wow. like all of that and i was like you're absolutely right like i'm not gonna you know damn like participate in that you yeah. know or at least i'm not gonna be vocal about it if that's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you know like if people point to like that that's the other thing it's like yeah awards they don't mean anything except they mean everything especially if you're b- building a career and as an actor you want you know uh to to mo- as an actor creator any part want to move your status up want to have higher budgets yes. want to have greater creative control you get that when you get these types of awards like yes mm, right mm. You know, and that's why we work so hard, right, guys? On these podcasts, oh we want to win streamies. We all want to win streamies. We want to win. I don't even know that was radio. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, free form, free form, best actor. That's what I'm going for. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get. I'm out here for these webbies. You know, let's just do it. You know. You know, we gotta get that. We gotta get that. Uh, Golden Crane, that API podcasting <laughs> oh, awards. Oh shit! <laughs> hey, I was. Wait, I was uh, we gotta get. Th- I was a judge on that thing. You know, so hey, and I, okay. I should give myself an award, right? That's the only way to do it. <laughs> we, at, at least nominate yourself. What were you doing? <laughs> no, we we like missed the deadline, and then they asked us to be a judge. <laughs> we missed the deadline. <laughs> we're so stupid. We missed it. No, no, no. Hold on here. No, hold on here. <laughs> that sounds like we were negligent. We actually didn't do it we knew it was coming and we were like yeah. nah 
No, we're lazy. No, I, uh, there's like a form. We have to f- fill out a form. I don't want to fill a form. We don't do form. We don't do form. It's yeah. worse. It's worse. Yeah, we're actually <laughs> even worse. Yeah. In summation, it's hard to be Asian, and we're doing our best. <laughs> we, we really are doing our best. I, I, I want people to know that. A lot of, because you know how it is. Kulap, you put your shit out there, and then some people might be like, you're not representing Asians in the right way. Well, you know what? I fucking tried, and I thought me wearing a wig and a thong was the right way, and I'm sorry that it wasn't, you know? <laughs> All right, send that link. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> um, I'm plugging, Drop I'm, that link in I'm the chat. I'm plugging my own Instagram video called Emmeline Pyongyang, which is a parody video I made on Instagram. Check us out. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that real? It's real. Yeah, it's on my Instagram. You, it's got 7,000 views. One influencer retweeted it, and I got some views. 7,000. That's a personal record. Anyways, Kulap, we love you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I wish we could do this in person, because I can tell you're like a very goofy, goofy person. And uh, I think, would yeah, have loved yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Zoom is fucking Zoom is fucking weird, but I wish we could engage in some um, real time improv. Ooh, do you, you do, uh, do, you no, do stand up no. too? Do you do also do stand up? No, I don't. Not at all. You should, uh, <laughs> you should do it, and we, should, you know, we're we'll we'll come out to LA one day. We should all hang at a show, you know. You know, I I I respect stand up too much to just like kind of like I, da- you know like just to try it. No. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? No, no, like, no. We're, 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 did, this nothing. Did your husband do any stand up or no? He did. He okay, did. Okay. He did like it, but his his has always been much more like sketch based, yeah, right? Stuff yeah. you know generally, and he did do a little bit of stand up, uh, like the like the year two years that we were broken up. Gotcha. He had to fill his time, <laughs> and then we got back together. <laughs> it's either stand up or cool up. That's a hilarious life. Um, <laughs> anyways, cool up. Uh, where can our fans find right you yeah. and your work? <laughs> You can find me um, at my house. I'm not going <laughs> to give you my address, but know that I am real nice. only here. Yes. It is real nice. Uh, I am stir crazy. Yes, uh, you but on. you can find me on the internet at, at coolop on Twitter, at I am coolop on Instagram. And if you're on Instagram, go ahead and hit that follow button of at add to cart Pod. yes 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 definitely check out their podcast i've been listening to it all week it's a good time to talk about um consumerism and what that says about your uh personality your life just everything it's it's real it gets real introspective um so definitely check that out and uh, obviously suchin pak was on last week plugging the same thing it's a good time um as always please follow us on social media at asian that asian pod i'm also on there at the fumiabe that's t-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e and you can find me on instagram at nice pants bro we have a zoom stand-up comedy show club if you want to if you want to do some time on a zoom stand-up comedy show do some about time 150 I, people it's a good time it's it's really fun well what would i do i don't know you must do Dude, something you yeah must, you know you, you got, got some characters what you Tell got characters uh, oh my you and your god husband you, know? could, you and your husband could involve you know do some engage in some you know married improv you know it could be fun i have a, i do enough with him <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Um, but if you ever wanted well, to, if look, you ever wanted to, please know the door is open. You know. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Because it's no longer because <laughs> I, of Zoom. It's not just a stand-up yeah. show anymore. It's like anything for ten you minutes. Do all do sorts anything. Of stuff. It's like a talent show now. I feel you, you could think, do a. I mean, crazy story from what? one of your uncles. You know. I don't know. Yeah, I always feel. Oh, tell us about how your mom was born in the toilet. Yeah. So, yeah. Southeast Asian people. You know, we we all got like that yeah. one uncle who's just like, whoa. You know, how did you survive? You know, and I'm not even talking about the war i'm just talking about monday you know like how life yes, money. exactly yeah how did you get through yeah. your day you know because he's, he's a yeah. mess and he's just amazing so just do something like that you know <laughs> anyways yeah so 
Thank Hit you us up if you want to do that. Uh, otherwise, listeners, um, please you know post about us on Instagram and our Patreon. If you want bonus content from me and Mike, and we do also we also do like a monthly hangout. If you want to get in on that and our community, go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod uh, for bonus content. What are, what are those hangouts like? What are we doing? What are we up to? Do we got music on the the hangout? The hangouts. What is it? Yeah, it's cool, man. Okay, so we what do, happened? Uh, yeah, yeah we just ahead, did. Uh, we just did one. We just did our first hang. So we have our hack shitty show, which is stand up, and then uh, the hangouts yeah. are. If you like the vibe of of two straight Asian dudes, uh, just basically uh, embarrassing themselves, that's us. Okay, we're cool with okay. we we sh- we show pictures of uh, ourselves from <laughs> our past lives. I used to be a hip hop dancer. <laughs> Oh my god, she's laughing so used, much already. Yeah, I used to be an acapella group. Like it's a whole thing. It's a whole it's a whole wait, vibe. Wait. I used to be a dancer, you know. Like, I did not expect it's, it's that the hangout sessions are you doing historical slides of yourself. Yes. Dude, because the fans are so obsessed with you guys are obsessed with us, by the way. And like you they guys, don't they don't that is it's weird. Hangout, but you know what? Honestly, it could be whatever because you know what? Yeah. The, the, nothing man, nothing matters anymore. And you know, if you want to come and do a hangout, <laughs> honestly, collab. If you want to do a hangout, come hang out. And uh, I, I mean, our, our, I mean, I would imagine because of uh, Indochina, Lao people are also into Hennessy. Are you guys into Hennessy? One hundred percent. Because of Indochina. Are you guys because of Indochina? Are you guys into Hennessy? So yeah, I, we that Henny. We got the Henny. We can do Go. Henny shots. I got a Henny. Great. So th- that's it. I got a Henny. <laughs> Too. Oh. Okay, I could. I you could sign me up for a future hangout. That sounds like more my okay, vibe. Okay. Come, come chill with us. That's, come chill with yes. us. And I, of course, well, I'm gonna insist on seeing a video of uh, Mike being a hip hop dancer in the past. And 100, if you don't have video, Fumi, if you being acapella uh. singer, <laughs> then you will do it live. We got. We, we you will 100 percent see that. And yes. I mean, we got to get Hennessy to sponsor us somehow because like, this yeah, is amazing. They really do. Yeah. Their target demo. I don't even know if they have enough information it's about really, like, how it's they're under, killing it. It's under leverage because I feel like Henny, like, you know, there's the, the stereotype is that a lot of black people like it and they do, but there's a whole market of Southeast Asians who fuck with that shit so hard. And you, I mean, go to go to laosupply.com and he's got a whole section on just, just Henny inspired. <laughs> he's got a Henny segment. <laughs> and there's Henny socks. There's Henny blankets. <laughs> I love that. Check it out, guys. Laosupply.com. Okay, well, right. thank you guys so much for listening. Cool up, thanks for joining, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. And we are back with our monthly Patreon shout outs. If you don't know what we're talking about, we always give a shout out on this podcast to our new, newest members of our Patreon program. So if you want to get in on it, go to patreon.com slash pod for mm-hmm. bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, and also we started doing monthly hangouts and we had one last night. It was a fucking blast. So it's awesome. Listen, you got to check it out and give us your money. And there's, you know, listen, you don't have to give 50 bucks a month. You can give as low as two bucks a month. You know, there's all these, there's two, two, five, 10, 20, 50, something like that. So you can pick your own. So it's for everybody. Uh, please check us out because we are trying to um, do this for a living one day. You know, I think about that all the time. How would it, how cool would it be if I could just do this and make money and go to Hawaii all the time? That's what I'm trying <laughs> to do. So guys, head on over to patreon.com slash AsianNotAsianPod to get it on it. Here we go. We're going to try to guess um, yep. our newest members' ethnicities based on our last name. It's a very racist yep. game, but we, we, lo- we love it here at the Asian Not Asian show. And they so love it go. too. Yeah, they yeah. love it too. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is like you know when you're having sex and you're choking a girl and she's like, "Do you like it?" Kinda. That's like this game. It's it's <laughs> it's right on the nose. Okay, it's right on the edge. Uh, could, be, could go wrong. Could go wrong. <laughs> could go very wrong. But so, if it yeah. doesn't go wrong, it goes really right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first person. 
Uh, Nyla Jahan. J A H A N. J A H A N. I feel Nyla? this is an abbreviated Thai last name. Nyla Jahan. You know, I don't know. It could be. I want to say it's like, you know how there's actually a bunch of South Asian people like in Malaysia or something yeah. like that? And they're yeah. kind of like, they have this, you know, interesting kind of curry but also singaporean flavor going on yeah yeah i want to say that i'm going to say this person is from south asia but now lives in uh an island that has a lot of asian people that's what i'm I'm gonna go with that you're gonna go with that that's crazy rich asians vibe crazy rich asian style vibes okay yeah i like that vivian shu hsu we know that's we know that's taiwanese 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 yeah uh, stephanie shu uh amy e sutton Sutton, Sutton, British ass regular... name. This is Amy. Sutton. Amy. This is Sutton. like a this is a Pride and Prejudice name right here. <laughs> I've never read that book. Isn't that about Russia or something? Uh, that's uh, War and Peace. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, I love uh, I love me some Pride and Prejudice, man. You know, say hey. hi to Mr. Darcy for me, and, and it'll be. It'll be cool. <laughs> You're a Pride and Prejudice Asian. I love I'm that. a Pride and Prejudice Asian. You know? <laughs> Next, we got Patrick Ryu. R Y U. Oh man. Now, I've met people with the last name Ryu, and they're Korean. But I always thought maybe it was like some weird Japanese right. thing. Do right. the Japanese first name? It means dragon. It's kind of cool. Uh, hell yeah, that's that, <laughs> dude. But, oh, shouts to the original alpha Asian male. Okay, yeah, Shoryuken. from Street Fighter. Shoryuken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that no one knows the other two um, moves. That what they're called. He says it too fast in the video game. He says it too fast, and then like they, at the time they only had like eight bit, you know, uh, uh, audio. Not even waves, but like you know, um, uh, uh, I don't know, like MIDI files, you know, yeah. that were. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this person's Korean. Korean, yeah. Because Korean. it's not a, it's not we a. We know a guy. We know a, a comedian name. name with a last name. Ryu. Alex Ryu. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, I, I don't know what. I didn't know that that was a Korean name, but I, I guess it is. Patrick, welcome. Welcome to the gang. Then we got Chasa Dang, D-A-N-G. Chasa? How is that first name? C-H-A-U-S-A. This is Vietnamese. You know why what? I know? Why? You know why I know? How do you know? Because do you know? I, think I, do you I think I know this person. Oh, do you? If, I, if I'm not mistaken, this is somebody who went to my high school. She was my no. sister's friend. She's my really? sister's friend. I don't know her like that well personally. Yeah, but she like lived near me, and we like took hey, the same school bus. Hey, rekindling, rekindling hey. here. Hey. Uh, but I'm pretty sure she was Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Okay, I think. Yeah, Why? okay. What I'm do you gonna think? go. I'm, What's your analysis? I'm gonna say this person is Southeast Asian. I'm gonna say maybe uh, Lao or Cambodian or something like that. Because it does Shit, have. She might have been. She might have been Cambodian. Fuck. She oh been come Cambodian. on, fool me. <laughs> well, Dang, Dang is Vietnamese, no? It. Is it's an unusual last name for Vietnamese, but it's not un it's not it's not out of the question. That's why I'm kind of saying, you know, it's this is like a mountain Viet, you know, and those mountain yeah. Viets, hey man, you know, hey, you don't know where they're from, bro. They're That's all true. over the place. That's true. Yeah. So you're a mountain nation. Thank you for joining mountain our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Last two. This one's tricky. Genie Prasith Pramoti. Thai. See how Prasith? long it took you? I know, but Prasith S I T H is that a Thai sound? Sith, it, I think it can be, you know? I mean, those... G- Genie, Genie Prasith Bramote. See, it took you like five seconds to say the name. Therefore, it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Way Sorry. too long. 
Um, and then we got Jeff- Jeffrey Tan, which sounds so boring after saying Prasit Jeffrey Thip Tan. Tan. God damn. Regular ass Chinese guy. Regular old, good old Chinese dude. A reliable, yeah. good old, a good old reliable good Chinese old, guy. You know, after after say, after some Thai, you want a little yeah. bit of palate cleanser. Yes, Jeffrey I Tan. love a regular old Chinese guy. Delicious. Love it. All right, that's our uh, that's our that concludes our shout out. So thank you guys so much for donating. And if you want to get in on this and hear your name on air, please go to patreon.com/asian.asianpod and join the army. We love you. Thank you.